All right, so quick little uh, message before we get started. So if you ask the top internet marketers what is working right now in terms of the top conversion tool for sales, they're going to tell you without a doubt it is webinars. You know, we had Lewis House on the show. He, he wrote the book on webinars, but I'm telling you right now, it is amazing. You know, creating content-filled webinars, turn folks from prospects into buyers, and there's so many different ways you can use webinars. You know, live coaching, live products, the list goes on and on and on. And to do a great webinar, you need great software, and that's where our friends at Citrix Online have got you covered with GoToWebinar, which is the only way to go, trust me on this one, only way to go for sure. So I've got something very, very cool just for Rise Nation here. So if you want to try it out, oh doctor, I've got something cool. So here's what you got to do. You have to head over to GoToWebinar.com and click the Try It Free button, enter the promo code SPECIAL, SPECIAL, and you're going to get a 45-day, no credit card required free trial of GoToWebinar. So that's it. All you got to do, go to GoToWebinar.com, click the Try It Free button, enter the promo code SPECIAL, and you're going to get a 45-day, no credit card required free trial. And then you can start on that path to webinar domination. Enjoy it. All right, well, we're going to do an experiment today. I don't know how it's going to go, but I can tell you it's going to be amazing. So maybe I do know how it's going to go. Uh, David Sight McGarland joined by Melanie Duncan today. Hello, Melanie. Welcome to our first ever interactive PowerPoint slash video slash whatever we want to call it conversation on the rise to the top. Thank you so much, David. I'm so excited and honored to be your guinea pig today. It, this can be fun, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about dominating Pinterest, which I've been mispronouncing as Pinterest for about eh, a couple months at least. <laughs> uh, but but before we before we get into that, Melanie, you have quite the background. I was saying this before, digging up dirt on you and your bio was like a full-time <laughs> job for me as I was like finding more things that you're doing online. You know, the Rise to the Top community, it's all about taking things that we're passionate about and excited about and turning that into an online business. You know, that's, that's what it's all about, internet marketing and rocking this out. So why don't you tell us nah, a little bit of the Cliff's Notes of kind of who okay. you are and what you do before we, we start hopping into everything. Absolutely. Well, I, I have a passion for online business. I am very snobby. I only like online business. It's just the best type of business. And um, I started my first online business in college actually selling Greek apparel. So oh, customized okay. like clothing for sororities and fraternities, um, but exclusively online, not like on campus or anything. And through that, learned the whole gambit of how to market a business online and then transitioned into having a full home decor line using all of our manufacturing in California and then after turning those into multi-million dollar national companies I started to teach other women I'm the founder of the Entrepreneurs Academy and I teach other women all of those same sorts of online business marketing strategies to apply to their businesses in all different industries awesome and you're a tag team with your husband also right he's yes. more of the tech side you got the marketing creative side so do you guys work together on a lot of this stuff Oh, everything. Yeah, we have very different skill sets, which is awesome because we're a good team. But he handles all of the tech and all of the development, and I like all the marketing and all the copywriting. And especially when it came to Pinterest, I just knew this was going to be something I could really use to help other people just because it started out female-based, but now it applies to everyone. Yeah, uh, no, it's, it's, just, it's amazing how this things come out of nowhere because, you know, there's sometimes that hot social media thing that goes and disappears and goes and whatever, and, you know, it's hot at South by Southwest and goes away. But th yeah. this one is interesting because I 
kept hearing about it. You know, and I, like a lot of entrepreneurs, it's like we kept hearing about it. I was like, I don't know if I want to deal yeah. with a new thing. You know, I mean, right. I got to sign up and like I'll probably get banned. Oh. You know, not, not really. But, uh, you know, trying yeah. to figure out what, what this is. So maybe – a good place to start because we're really going to get into how we can dominate this as online entrepreneurs and internet marketers. Right. But before we get into kind of the how-to and the presentation here, give us a little like what got you excited about it and also give us a little kind of uh, Pinterest, you know, 101, if you will, for the very basics, some of the terms we're going to be using and things like that. Yeah. Well, actually, it's, it's really funny because I was exactly like you. I was doing tons of other online marketing strategies, and I was actually using Pinterest for my personal use, you know, just as a girl, like, pinning cute shoes I wanted and <laughs> fun recipes and not even thinking about it. I mean, so silly because I do online business, but same thing, ignoring it. I don't want to do another social media platform. Um, and then all of a sudden, I started realizing I was getting this huge increase in traffic and sales, and I looked at my Google Analytics, and I was like, holy crap. Pinterest is killing it. I need to actually start doing this strategically. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I started to develop um, trying to use it for business and testing a lot of the strategies that I had my background in in terms of, you know, marketing and all of that and translating it onto Pinterest. So Pinterest is just a, it's a virtual pin board or a virtual inspiration board, um, you know, pretty much visual based, but basically people pin uh, images from all across the web or you can even upload them off your computer but they pin images and then uh, collect them in sets or as boards. So basically you pin stuff and then other people can repin it and circulate it, um, but it's just this huge online sharing and circulation board of useful information and um, inspiration and ideas. Yeah, what's cool about it, it's very visual, right? Like you just said, it's, it's, it's a lot, which is cool for a lot of creative people like us to look at it and say, okay, this is awesome. Because I'm looking to my left, which you cannot see right now, but I have my mm -hmm. physical vision board up there. So I have things like, you know, photos of, you know, working out and Cardinals baseball and sushi and fun and family and stuff like that. But you're saying if I were to create something like this, I could take photos like this, find them on the web, pin them up and put them on my Pinterest account. Is that what, that's basically well, exactly. the idea. Yeah. And like how you said, it's really visual. Well, the visual thing, yeah, that's cool for creatives, but it's also really effective. It's mm -hmm. now driving more traffic than, you know, Google, LinkedIn, um, Google Plus, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, and now even more so than Twitter because it's so visual and streamlined. You know, you don't have a bunch of chat boxes popping up or you know, uh, 15 ads on the side. It's so streamlined that it refers traffic very, very effectively. Ooh, and we're gonna learn how to do that. So maybe now we'll hop into our first ever interactive. Uh, fun experience on the rise to the top. I have no better name for that. Um, but uh, <laughs> what we're going to learn here, and you can see right here on, on the slide, is that we're going to learn how to gain exposure, drive the traffic, just like you said, boost the SEO, and make some bling bling uh, with, with Pinterest. So I'll let you take it from here. I'm going to be relatively quiet, just jumping in with some anecdotes, I'm sure, and some random questions uh, as Please we go do. in here. Please do. Okay, right. so I want to go through and teach you the strategies that I've developed and the strategies that I've learned just through my own personal experience and through teaching other people about ways to use Pinterest, not just to have some other dinky social media thing that's not actually doing anything for you, but how to actually, like you said, drive traffic, drive a ton of traffic in a very effective manner, um, boost your SEO, which is a very cool perk not a lot of people know about Pinterest, and actually you can make money just by pinning. Without a website or anything, you can make money pinning. So I'm <laughs> all right, we're gonna, learn, we're gonna learn all this. Here we go. Yep. Okay, so 
the first thing is it's really important when you're using Pinterest for business purposes. Right now, it's a little confusing because I haven't switched over to a different type of account for businesses. You still set up a personal account for a business. So you just want to okay. make sure you're so aware. So there's no option. Like there's no like personal account or business account. It's just an account. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So some of the things that I common areas people get confused about is when you're filling out your um, or editing your account where it says first and last name, that's you're actually going to want to put the name of your business or your brand because you don't, unless your name is the, you know, brand, but you definitely want to put the name of your business. Like this is my home decor business, luxury monogram. So you can see instead of saying Melanie Duncan, I have um, my business name there. But then really important is the about section because this is important for searchability, for SEO is really important. So you want to make sure that you not only have keywords there, but also that you are explaining what you do because this actually, mm -hmm. you can see it's kind of cut off up here, but when you have your profile um, on Pinterest, below your title, the name of your company, you want to describe it just like you would on Facebook or any other social media platform in a few sentences, like what the heck you actually do. So people don't just get dropped off on your page and see a bunch of random boards and you know, if people are confused and they can't figure it out in 10 seconds, they're just going to leave. So you want to be very straightforward about, you know, what do you offer? What do you sell? You know, what is, what is your brand all about in that about section? Yeah. It seems like it's uh, in a pretty prominent place there. So you want to make sure you get it there properly. Prominent. Yeah. And you can't actually put any links in that right now, not in the actual text, but you can, uh, they have a little world globe that's over here that when you click on, if you have your website URL, it'll take them directly there. So you just want to be really aware of maximizing, like you said, that's prime real estate on the screen. So you definitely want to be putting your keywords there, talking about your top selling products. Like my business has been on Good Morning America. So I make sure to put like as seen on or featured on to kind of, you know, give some credibility, anything you can do like that mm -hmm. in a few sentences to really add value and convey what your business has to offer. Got it. And one question here, Melanie, when I'm looking at this, so this is for your uh, luxury monograms business right here. Right. Let's assume that a lot of people if, if you've got if one business and it's luxury monograms, awesome. You're off to the races. You got this right here. Right. Let's say I have uh, two different areas of business. Well, for example, like I have two different areas of business. We have the rise at top that's focused more on online marketing and online business. And then I, you mm -hmm. know, do some fitness stuff on the side. Would that be awesome. other than putting it under my name, which, you know, in my, in my personal brand, which is one way I guess to go about it. What would you right. recommend for people that are in this uh, situation to go to accounts? Um, I get asked this question a lot, and there's you have two options. Like you said, you can just set up a personal account. If you are, you know, the face of your brand also, you can set up a personal account and have different boards for your different businesses. Like maybe you have a fitness board that's all centered around your fitness business, and you can have, you know, a different board that's centered around your business, um, you know, like your consulting. Yep. But I really do recommend if your brand's prominent enough and you have enough different types of products, and, you know, if you've really developed those out, I do think that it's important to have separate accounts for all of them. Like yeah. I have a separate account for my, um, you know, Entrepreneurs Academy. It has its own page because the way that you formulate the boards, you want to do it in a really strategic manner. And I do believe normally within a in an individual business, you should have the opportunity, the ideas for like fifteen to twenty different types of boards to be pinning onto. And so it can get kind of messy unless right because that's what I'm thinking. Like if I go to your if if I'm super interested in luxury monograms, but I'm right. also seeing you talking about um, you know 
some you know I don't know iPhones or something like on a, on a on a different thing and because you have an iPhone blog or God knows what I might be a little bit yeah. confused as opposed to if exactly. it seems like it, it seems like if it's compartmentalized it'd be a little easier. Absolutely, that's what I really recommend. And as okay. you can see, like the luxury monograms I'm doing, like it's you know we do like linens and home decor, so everything's very. Uh, orientated towards that but for my business account I'm all about webinars and I'm doing things on infographics which if I mix them together it would just be understood. weird so understood. I do separate mine out by accounts and you can do it um you just have to use different email addresses and then you have to link uh, to Facebook or Twitter when you set it up but you can automatically unlink it so you just have to do depending on how many you're trying to build out it's a little bit of juggling back and forth but it's pretty flexible and you can edit the, your accounts at any time it's not like Facebook where after a certain amount of fans you know you can't change the username or whatever it's okay. very flexible all right, well, that's good to know. So it looks like it's fairly self-explanatory. The key thing here it seems is naming it properly and also getting the about page, you know, properly with keywords and descript yeah. describing your business, you got your location, you got your website, you got your image. Looks like we're off to the races. Exactly, exactly. So now that you've got that all set up properly, I kind of wanted to talk about exactly what should you be pinning because it seems like people get all worked up and excited about Pinterest and they think, you know, all pins are created equal, which is not true. You know, there's definitely a very strategic way you can be pinning content versus just pinning whatever you see online and not having a whole strategy behind it. And I always really encourage people, a lot of articles just say to pin general lifestyle topic things that you know represent your brand. You can do some of that, but I definitely would encourage everyone to be pinning their own original content because uh, Pinterest as a platform is incredibly viral. 80% of pins are repins. And oh, wow. just to give you an idea, like less than 2% of tweets are retweets. Mm -hmm. So there's like this whole army on Pinterest that basically just, you know, perpetuates media. So if you're a content creator, you've got this huge advantage because the majority of people on there, all they're doing is circulating. Right. So right. you really want to think about not just being, you know, another drone, but really adding your information and your videos and your, you know, blog post topics and your, um, just everything that you value, have to value or have to offer. You want to be getting that on Pinterest, not just pinning other people's stuff. Got it. Yeah, got it. That, so you got blog it, posts, you can do even opt-in pages and product pages, you said too. Yeah, and I really encourage people, another huge bonus for pinning your own content is you can go in and manipulate, I'm going to show you in the next slide how to do so, but you can actually manipulate where stuff links to. And if you're pinning stuff from other sites, you want to be you know, good, have your Pinterest etiquette and make sure that you're always linking back to the original source. But if you're the source, if it's your content, you can decide wherever the heck you want to link it to. Um, you know, there's no copyright issues when it's your actual information or product. So you can link it to blog posts, to product pages, to opt-in pages. It gives you a lot more freedom and creativity to where you want to link to. Ah, very cool. Very cool. So as mentioned, editing your pins, and this is really cool and it's super easy when you have a pin, you just hover over it in a little box, a highlight box will pop up to click edit. And once you're on there, you can you know, do your description, all of this. But I really want to point out, you can manipulate where the images link. So like I said, you ah. can, even if you pin something from a blog post, you don't have to have, if they click that pin, you don't have to have them go to that blog post. You can send them directly to a product page. You could send them you know, to your opt-in page. So it doesn't, even though you pin things from certain locations when you do it online, you can also go back in and edit where it links from. Like if you pin videos from somewhere, maybe you don't want it just linking to YouTube. Maybe after 
they watch the video, you want it to go directly to, you know, a buy now page, um, you can go in here and just uh, highlight and delete and just insert the URL wherever you want it to go. All right, cool. And that's also, as obviously, as you said at the top here of the slide, affiliate marketing, anyone, there's, there's opportunities yeah. for affiliates here, linking books up from Amazon, linking up things. Now, a question on that, because um, that makes obvious sense, right? What about if the disclosure uh, peeps come in? Um, you know, and there's certain people are going to be like, oh, we never put affiliates in. You know, like, for example, if I put right. one up on the rise to the top, um, you know, I'm going to have a little thing that says affiliate. Sure. Do you deal with that? Or, or, or how, how do you, what's the, what's the Pinterest etiquette, I guess, for dealing with yeah. uh, affiliates so you're not a jerk face, but you're also, uh, uh, right. you know, building a business as well? Right. Well, I think that um, if you want to do the proper etiquette, you can do just like a lot of bloggers do. You can do the courtesy of, or you can actually put in the description, you know, put the value in what you're doing and have your proper caption. But then at the end, you could say, you know, disclosure, this is affiliate link or courtesy of, kind of how you normally do when you're, if you're promoting affiliate links on your blog or in your newsletters or anything like that. I would just translate the same way you broach it and how you are forthcoming about it and just put it in the caption of the pin. And then it's very... Out then we're on the up and up. We're on the up and up. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So, so if, I, if this Prada wallet that we're looking at right here happened to be yeah. uh, an affiliate, um, mm -hmm. you could just, you know, honestly, you could just throw in the parentheses and say affiliate if you wanted to, and you're, and you're good to go. Absolutely. Got it. Yep. Okay, so also I know that a lot of your viewers do a lot of great YouTube marketing, which I'm a huge fan of, and I wanted to let you know that even just something as seamless as pinning your videos, you can directly pin from YouTube. It takes like five seconds. It's super easy. Um, it can drastically increase the number of views you get on that channel. Lionsgate, you know, the, the film company, went from 200,000 to 400,000. They doubled their views Double. in five days. All they did was pin their content because... Really? First of all, video is so, I mean, I don't have to tell you, like video is everything. It's Preaching so to the awesome. choir. Preaching to the choir. But, but no, I mean, it's yeah. good to, to hear, though, more examples of video. I can, you can never get enough because you never know when right. someone's going to get that spark that's watching this right now and saying, you know what? Damn it. Damn it. I'm now going to do it, you know? Well, and also, I took a screenshot. This is the homepage on Pinterest. And videos right here, it's one of the top categories. So it gives people also another way to find you, not only just by going in and like searching for your keywords or searching for your company name, but it also has, adds a whole other way to be found and searched for on Pinterest is mm. by being in the video category. Makes sense. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so yeah, so if you're making, you know, your videos on YouTube, this is another place. You know, we've heard lately, you know, putting them back on Google Plus, different things like this yep. is obvious, an obvious place they need to go as well. Absolutely. And so viral. I mean, videos on Pinterest, it, there's actually not a ton of videos yet. It's definitely not the main um, content source. So when there are videos, and especially how Pinterest does like this big play button, it really grabs your attention on, because on the Pinterest homepage, page, it's almost like a news feed you see the stream of what other people that you're following are pinning. And so certain types of things stand out more than others. For one thing, really tall pins. Right now, Pinterest doesn't really limit the height, the pixel height of your pins. Ah. So if you build stacked images and imagery that has a lot of height, it really gets a lot more screen real estate than just a normal, you know, four by six looking type of pin. That Interesting. Video, Who would have thought? Just like everything in life, I'm not that tall, but if I was, I would stick out even more, you know? 
Well, it's just, you know, I think it's the matter of having that edge and doing things that not everyone is currently doing on Pinterest. I mean, there's just not a lot of businesses on Pinterest at all. And the businesses that are on there, a lot of them have no idea what they're really doing. They're just trying to use it like they would use it as personal use. And there's a lot more opportunity to use it in a strategic business manner or marketing manner. Got it. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, with the videos and things like that, I mean, we, you know, on YouTube, you got all these different crowded communities. And then when something yeah. comes up and it's kind of up and coming, there is a, there is that advantage of getting in now as opposed to six months oh. from now or eight months from now, you know? Well, people's reactions too. I mean, there's not that same defensive, like, oh, this is a sponsored message type of feel. Since it is such a user-based personal community, even when you come in as a business, when you're using it respectfully, I mean, the amount of my content that I see recirculated and posted, it doesn't seem like there's that same defensive walls up against a sponsored message like you sometimes get on other platforms. Got it. Perfect. So bottom yeah. line, get your videos on there. That's, that's, that's the crux here. Get your videos, absolutely. And then, so I want to give you some ideas of what you actually could be pinning or show you some great pins just to kind of get your juices flowing and figuring out exactly what you should be pinning for your business. And something, like I said, um, one of the major content sources uh, on Pinterest is useful information and specifically tutorials. And um, a lot of them you'll see like are cooking based or, you know, beauty based like hair or makeup tutorials. But fitness is actually this huge a blossoming industry on Pinterest and just I mean hmm. a lot of it still is female based the users but we're seeing more and more men but tons of women just really responding to the amount of fitness information and pins going out there um, and tutorials are an awesome way to do I've seen great like step-by-step -step where like they have six steps you know for the proper sit-up or you know six steps for better lunges but doing a tutorial within a pin and then I think you can be really strategic in the caption and possibly link them to a blog post and say something like, if you want to learn more great tips to, you know, get better results in less time, click here. And then they've already seen like a preview of the value and they're going to be more likely to want to learn more from you about it. Yeah, like I'm thinking like my, my, my friend who has cookbook, right? Yeah. It would be perfect to take something and have like, you know, step one, here's your ingredients. Step two is this and like have photos yeah. of it. You know what I mean? Step three and then you end up, oh, with, the, yeah. you end up with the food, but the link below to the cookbook. Right, so you like you like this? Go check it out. It seems like it's one of those kind of no-brainer things once you start to kind of learn how the system works. Absolutely, and those are so viral too. I mean, I spend a maddening amount of time on Pinterest across my different businesses, and I see a lot of what is actually trending. And here's a little tip for you: when you're on the Pinterest homepage, you can click um, where I showed you earlier, where it says video. There's also a, a nav bar option that says popular and you can see what the most popular pins are like kind of what's trending on Pinterest and a lot cool. of times it's tutorials and cooking based tutorials are huge I mean people just that stuff gets reposted and repinned and repinned I mean you'll see like 8,000 repins people awesome. just love that type of content awesome so again another content we just talked about videos now we have mm -hmm. tutorials is another key piece of content to get in there Oh yeah, huge. And, and like you said, it can apply to, I mean, fitness is great, but it really applies to so many different types of industries. You just have to be creative because the, the options are endless. Yeah. If you're teaching, you should, you should get a tutorial up there. Bottom line, if you're teaching something. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and infographics are great. And one ah. of the big, other big myths, there's so many myths about Pinterest right now. It drives me crazy, but you know, I think it's just new and people are kind of freaking out and trying to jump to assumptions, but 
a lot of people think if they have a service-based business, they shouldn't be on Pinterest, that it's only mm -hmm. for product-based businesses. And I completely disagree with that because I think service-based businesses actually have more of an advantage in terms of more creative types of media that they can be pinning and ways that they can be um, providing a platform for expertise and, and creating uh, credibility. And infographics are a great way for service-related businesses to lend some value, kind of engage people, bring them in, teach them something. And again, like I said, another very, very viral form of pins is infographics on Pinterest. Okay, so so yeah, and, and again, that, that's interesting about the myth because because a lot of people think it's just about you know home decorating and weddings and yeah. stuff like that. But you're trying, you're, but there's 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 room here. There is, and I mean, even affiliate marketing. I just read an article the other day that there are some affiliate marketers that are starting to make thousands of dollars a day on Pinterest just by doing affiliate marketing pins, and. I think that's such an exciting, like just an industry for affiliate marketers to find a new way to create content and, and spread it and engage and have it go viral. It's just, I don't want, you can't just think that it's for home decor and, decor and cooking because it's already so much more than that. It's just going to become more and more um, widely spread in terms of the industries it applies to. Very cool. So infographics, what, what do we got next? Next, we have useful information, and this, I know a lot of your viewers are bloggers, and I think that you can see I did this how to properly set the table. I love the idea of creating a pin that basically just previews the content that can be found on the other side of it. So ah. instead of giving it all away in the actual pin, which the tutorials are great, they really add value, but instead of giving away any actual information, just creating a very visually engaging and enticing pin that then encourages them encourages them to click through and direct them to a dedicated post or a dedicated video about the subject matter. Perfect. So it's, yeah, so it's a teaser. It's a teaser. It's a, uh, it's yeah. a little, it's, it's a way to get people to interested in the subject to go click through to something. Got it. Right. And also just useful information. Like some of these things you'll see Photoshop shortcuts or, you know, WordPress hacks or all sorts of stuff like that, um, is very popular on Pinterest as well. Just things that people would find useful, whether it's, how to clean their house faster or you know how to put up a blog um, within less time anything that people find useful is another very common and popular currency cool awesome so how to's how to's and then contests really neat hardly anyone's doing this I tested this with a few of my businesses and saw an incredible result because the thing is too you really want to be pushing the viral factor on Pinterest because okay. there are so many people just so eager to repost and so something I've seen is pin it to win it contests where companies will wow. actually, you know, feature what they're giving away. And this could be, you know, an actual product. It could be a 15 minute consultation. It could really apply to both product and service based businesses. But in the caption, they'll give the instructions, you know, pin this to win it. And all people have to do is repin it. And then your pin is being broadcast to all of their followers. And then if one of their followers repins it, it goes to all of their followers. Usually the pin it to win it contest, if you've built a follower base, um, it's like effortless exposure. And you really, you pin it one time. It's not like some of the social media platforms where you're constantly having to post you know, every three hours because your posts are Right, because you're getting, you're getting down the filter. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think a lot of social media is kind of like this. And Pinterest is just kind of like this. Like it just, cool. it recirculates and engages. So it's a different type of, um, it doesn't require the same amount of effort. It's a kind of different effort where you upload stuff, but you don't have to constantly be reminding people because the just the reposting does so much exposure for you. Which is good because that's annoying to, to keep reminding. And we all have to do it on different platforms. But I feel, 
if your tweet doesn't get, yeah. you know, whatever, after five minutes, you might have to, you know, send it again. It's just, it's a, so there's a different thing here. And then I'm assuming what they just choose someone that pinned it and give it away. Or is that how that works? Yeah, there's two ways to do it. Um, so the, what I'm showing you with the pin it to win it in the caption is, again, you would just see who repins it and choose one of those people. But what I actually think is smarter is, I showed this little example on the right side, is you can actually have a pin that says something like, click here to win this great pair of earrings or whatever you want to give away, and then direct them to an opt-in form where they have to enter in their information to win. Because ah. then you're collecting information and then you can choose, you can use some random you know, circulation thing and you can choose who wins through that. But I think it's even smarter. Now, if you put them, direct them to an opt-in page, you're collecting information. You know, and this could be even be if you're giving away something like a free report or direct them to an opt-in page, get the info, and then you can choose from that who to reward. But the contest, it's not like on Facebook where it's really policed. Right now, no one's really doing contests as businesses, so you kind of have free form to use it how you see fit, which is really exciting. Nice. The wild, wild west of, of Pinterest. So that, it that's, is. The way, that's the way it is. All right, so contests, that makes sense too. Yep. So contests um, and then CTAs. I know we're all very marketing savvy here, but actually featuring call to actions in the captions or in the image. Like I actually will create some images that say, click here to you know learn how to blah, 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 or click here to you know, win this. You want to tell people what to do. I mean, we all know how powerful CTAs are. People just want to be told what to do. Yep. Uh, so actually featuring it in the caption or in the image, because on Pinterest, you to uh, find the source where, source where it comes from, you have to click on the image. That's the way you do it, because you don't, you're not um, forced to put a link or anything in the caption. So you want to really encourage people to click the images to get through to the source and find out what's at the base of that pin. Ah, very cool. So, so it's kind of like, sort of like an advertisement, but it's a, it's a, yeah, it's like a direct response uh, CTA here that, that could potentially get people to click through. Right, right. And yeah. I did, I've seen, I tested it and looked at, you know, the amount of repins went, or the amount of actual traffic from certain things using click here's versus not. And it definitely does make a difference. Okay. That's good to know. Good to know. Lots of useful stuff here today, Melanie, as we continue on here. Lots of useful stuff. Well, no fluff for you. No fluff. You want some? Go pet a bunny. No good. <laughs> um, and of course, SEO. We all know how important SEO is. Well, um, all of your pins and repins are backlinks. Kind of cool. Oh, interesting. So, I can, and I'm noticing in your example here of power of pinning, which is which, which is your your course and your product. Um, I see hashtags in there. Is there? Do do people use hashtags? Yeah, well, it's actually, it's interesting. Um, I get a lot of questions about that because first of all, you do want to be listing keywords in your captions. So even if you're doing, you know, your normal sentence and you're, you know, using your CTA, and your preview of benefit and all of that, um, after you end the sentence, I highly recommend just dropping your keywords. And you don't have to do hashtags. It's really just whether you have the keyword. But if you use the hashtag, um, I won't show you quite on here, but it will hyperlink um, Pinterest automatically hyperlinks it. So yeah, you, get, you can that, tell that it's a different color. It's linking something there. Yeah. 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 So when you click on it, it would, it would take you to all of the Pinterest search results on, um, Pinterest or all of the business search results. You can actually click and go directly to that, um, keyword search results. Cool. So let's say you had a, uh, just a random example we were saying before you had this cookbook and it was focused on, you know, for people that want to eat clean and, you know, healthy or whatever, and, and you have these keywords, you're saying that by, by doing some of the strategy right here, you, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's going to translate, it's starting to translate towards Google and, and SEO as well. 
It is. So you're getting those great follow links just by having the keywords on there. So it's helping your SEO. It's also important so that when people are searching for things on Pinterest in that top left search bar, that you have more of a chance for appearing. It's a ah. lot easier to appear for search results there than obviously on Google or something. And actually most people, it's so crazy when they're using it for personal use, they don't even do captions. Pinterest requires something. So they'll just do a period. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't even do a caption on their pin. So if you're doing captions properly, like I probably would say less than 5% of businesses are actually doing captions properly on pins. Rookie mistake. Uh, the, yeah, the effect of it. I mean, it's just so easy to rank for terms on Pinterest right now because no one's doing captions with them. Uh, so especially, yeah, when you're in anything like fitness or cooking, I mean, just I think it's a 200 limit, um, 200 character limit or something, but just, I mean, load as much content as you can in that caption as possible. Uh, makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. Yeah. Rookie mistake for the 95% there. Yeah. And also, um, adding prices is really, really powerful. All you have to do in the caption is type the dollar sign and the numeric amount, and Pinterest automatically slaps this great little uh, banner on oh, the corner, cool. which, again, draws your eye to it. It really stands out on a page, but it also automatically programs it so when you're on the Pinterest homepage, here's the you know, videos we talked about earlier. Here's the popular where I show you, it will actually show you what's trending in terms of pins. But it then will also uh, categorize you based upon the price point you've selected and you'll appear as a result in that price point category. Okay, cool. So yeah, the gifts, oh, that's awesome. And I see our buddy Dustin there on the left side, Dustin Marr, former yeah. Rise to Top guest. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, and that looks good. It's like cool design, just like everything on, on Pinterest. There, there's just this like, yeah. Cool. I, I, I think I appreciate it from an aesthetic point of view. It just looks good, right. you know? Yeah, no, they do such a great job with the aesthetics of the site. And I encourage people, even for service-based, if you have a service-based product, add a price there too. It doesn't just have to be for a, a tangible product. Like $10 million to talk to Melanie for 10 minutes, right? Exactly. exactly. That's I think you should put that up and see if anyone's in. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just so crazy. This stuff, once you know it, seems so obvious. But if you go on Pinterest, no one is doing this. I mean, no one's doing it. So you get a business page up and you're using captions and prices. I mean, people are going to be blown away. Like, how the heck did this person know how to figure this all out? Like, it's just not common knowledge yet. Awesome. Awesome. Super, 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 super helpful. Good. And also links. Um, again, it probably seems really obvious once I show you, but if you go on Pinterest, no one is including links and all you have to do is type in the URL. Um, a lot of times I just cut and copy it from my URL bar and it will actually provide a link in the caption. And I think this is really important because people who are new to Pinterest and a lot of people using Pinterest that aren't as tech savvy, they don't um, automatically know they have to click the images. You know, normally when you click images, it doesn't always take us somewhere. It just takes, you know, if you're on it, on a web page, a lot of times you click an image and it just enlarges it. So it can be hard to know if you just have an image and there's no link or anything, people might not take that action, but they see a link and they are trained to click and to do something when they see a link. So I really encourage, especially when you're using your content and your sole purpose is trying to direct them somewhere, um, putting that link in just to give them that second option of a way to click through to the source. Solid tip there, yeah. So add the links for sure, for sure. Adelines, absolutely, for products, for everything. And again, like I was talking about call to actions, having the call to action in the actual image 
so popular than having another call to action by having a link. I mean, we're really trying to get them to take action. That's the whole thing. And that's Ben, the founder of Pinterest, his, one of his purposes, he says, I don't want people just to stay on Pinterest. The whole thing is I want them to explore new things. I want them to click off and learn things and buy new things and meet new, thi meet new people. It's all about the exploration. So just really getting people to take that action, um, you can do it in so many ways. Got it. Makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. The journey continues here. I got so much in my head, right? I'm like, I'm like we're going to dominate this. We're all going to dominate this. Well, I wanted to give you the good stuff. I've got, you know, a lot of a lot of things I want to see more businesses doing. It's the meat, the meat. Okay, we got results and testimonials here. Another thing that you can yeah. be pinning and doing. Oh, yeah. And I mean, who doesn't love a before and after? We all love a before and after. And I think, again, I did focus on a lot of fitness examples for you, but this could be anything. I mean, if you offer services in organization or, you know, in cooking, I mean, just doing befores and afters, regardless of what the subject matter is, we all love to see that transformation. Uh, so I think it can be really great for services. I mean, this could even if you were a business consultant, you know, showing the increase of the traffic you created or showing right. the amount of Facebook growth side by side, doing some, charts, some, some sort of comparison. Yeah, I'm like, the, the, the possibilities are endless. We could talk all day on them. Like, I'm thinking of ones like, you know, if you're a web designer, showing someone's site before you got it, your hands on it and after. Absolutely. Before, so after. Cool. Look at that. You know, and, yeah. and uh, you know, or anything, anything that you can create something quantifiably, you know, visual. If you're, if you're someone that actually emailed me the other day, it's like a expert on clutter. And, yeah. the de and, and like having a great, awesome desk, right? You could show lots exactly. of desks before, after, you know, there's just so many different things you could do. Well, what a great way to establish credibility as a service provider to actually show what you're doing for people. I mean, that's so much more powerful than just saying like, I get great results for my clients, like show them, then they're going to be so much more warmed up when they get to your site about wanting to learn more about your services. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. So yet another great piece of content here is results and testimonials. Yeah, and actually featuring the results in a caption. Like you might see this fitness image and, you know, it's a, it's a nice image, but that in itself isn't that dynamic. But then once you see the results of this, okay, so lose around six pounds, 10 inches off your waist in two weeks, and the most successful participants lost 12 pounds, all of a sudden you're a lot more interested in knowing what they're doing in that exercise. So I think using the actual results from something in the bottom versus just trying to have a static image is way more enticing. Got it. And I see our buddy Liz D'Alto there on the bottom. Not, that's not actually her, but I'm saying it's her, it's her product <laughs> and a result from her product on there. So that's awesome stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. All right. And some ideas for boards. So as we kind of talked about, there's pins and there's boards and you pin things to boards. It's how you categorize content on Pinterest. So I wanted to give you some fun ideas to kind of think outside the box about some contents for boards. Um, something that I use on my business consulting site is I have a testimonials board and I just, you know, I take screenshots of things that our fans leave on the Facebook page and then I put them on this testimonials board and people can click through and see what other people have to say and I mean, the social proof. Social you know, the proof, credibility, that. reputation, check, 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 right. So doing that with testimonials, um, also video tutorial boards. So instead of just pitting, you know, random videos all over, actually condensing them into boards, you know, teaching particular um, types of things, like whether you have a fitness board. I think it's fun when they actually brand the name of the company and add TV after because it makes it feel like you have your little TV channel on Pinterest. Yeah, and it could be anything, you know, people doing a whiteboard thing, people doing a tips, people doing uh, anything. It's just putting it all together because this looks cool. I mean, I'm looking at it and I'm like, that looks 
cool. It looks high quality, you know? Well, people really want to follow boards like that that have great information, but it doesn't even have to be tutorials. I mean, even if you sell products, just doing videos of the products. Like, I know I love Zappos because I can click on one of their shoes and it's not just an image, but they actually have someone showing the shoe from different angles. Right. So if you're selling a product, I mean, do a little product video where you point out the features and the highlights of it and, you know, maybe list all your products on a board with videos. That's awesome. That's awesome. 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 Birchbox TV. Cool. Yeah. So they're a cosmetic brand. So they do makeup tutorials teaching how to use their cosmetics. Uh, but another great way, even if you don't want to pin all your stuff, you can just add the pin it button. You just go to Pinterest um, under their about section. It's goodies and they give you the code and you can just slap a pin it button anywhere on your homepage. You can put it at the bottom of your posts and this blogger gets over 6,000 visits a day from Pinterest. She doesn't even have a Pinterest account, but she has that pin it button. And what it does, it really reminds people like, oh yeah, I did like that. I'm going to pin that or oh yeah, that should be, that's something I want to remember for later or something I want to come back to. So when you have the pin it button, it really encourages people more so than without having a reminder to pin the content for you, which is absolutely what you want because then you're not even doing anything and you're getting that content recirculated and that exposure. Right. So yet, you know, another key button, like I, I now I want to make sure I email my guy and we get this up on the, uh, on, on the rise to the top, but I'm saying it seems like a oh, no brainer yeah. again, allow, allowing sharing from your site to Pinterest. And then it seems like and it just gets there and circles around and that's good. And it'll show you how many people have pinned it, which is fun. You know, I think if that's what the great thing about like the Facebook like button, like we want to see what other people are liking and engaging in. And Pinterest does that same thing. You can get a feel for how many people are pinning it and, you know, it just gets people engaged and interacting. Cool. Very cool. Easy, easy mm -hmm. play there. So this is the kind of stealth trick of, that's fun to know is you can go to Pinterest.com forward slash source forward slash your website.com. So you don't need the www, but just your actual website name.com. And it'll show you what has already been pinned from your site. Oh, very cool. So this you can see just from this, this image we have here that people really like that yellow pillow. Yep. They're obsessed with the yellow pillow. So great marketing research. I mean, you can see what's really resonating with your viewers or with your visitors. What are they pinning? What should you be, you know, if it's blog posts, is there one particular blog post or tutorial that everyone seems to be pinning so you can create a product around that or create more content that relates to that subject matter? It can be a great form of marketing research. Yeah, it's like a visual survey by accident, if you will. So meaning yeah. like it's like a real-time visual survey of what people are finding the most interesting on your site and also what they're not. You know, you might be surprised that you thought this one thing was going to go all over the place, yeah. but you know what? Everyone wants the damn yellow pillow, you know, <laughs> everyone yeah. wants the damn yellow pillow. So, so <laughs> I, I see, I see exactly what we're talking about here. And sometimes it's hard. Like I know when I, I have product-based businesses and just seeing what the sales are doesn't always tell you everything. Like you could still have something that's popular, but it might not be selling. So the fact that people don't have to buy to show you what they're interested in, it's just a different level of information. It's very useful. Love, love, love it. Love it. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So we got that. You can add it to your site. You got the source. Right. And now we have so a breakthrough. A breakthrough. So I just, you know, I wanted to say, I think sometimes, like you mentioned, I have a lot of online businesses, but that doesn't mean that there wasn't a time when I was just totally frustrated and could not figure out how to get the traffic to my site, couldn't figure out how to convert my traffic into customers. Like, I'm sure you can relate. We oh, all yeah. have moments. It's 
it's easier people it's all to part perceive. of the game all part it's of the all game part of the journey and i was just blown away at the increase since pinterest is new there's still a lot of speculation about okay well does the traffic actually convert like you know we're looking for actual results and i just wanted to show you hands down pinterest is my site's top traffic refer wow. it is it converts incredibly well very very well and i actually I have tons of clients that have done everything from pinning how-tos to blog posts that have got them tons of content. I have clients that pin their eBooks and they started getting dozens of sales within hours. Um, and wow. I also, yeah, I um, I have a couple different clients that have online businesses. And after applying some of these strategies, some of these they seem common or they seem common sense now, but they didn't originally. After applying these unique strategies using Pinterest. I've had dozens of people tell me that they got more sales in a month than they had previously in an entire year. That's awesome. Because so, you, you don't hear that about certain sites like bookmarking sites and other types of sites right. that we could maybe compare to from a high level. You know, exactly. a lot of times people are like, oh, yeah, those sites will bring you some traffic. But you know what? It's not anyone that's going to really be buying. They're there for one millisecond. They go away. But it seems like proof in the pudding here, oh, yeah. it's a high-quality audience. Oh, the demographic is amazing. Like I said, it's still primarily female-based. The male uh, demographic is definitely adapting very quickly, um, but it's still primarily female-based, but it is definitely an upper-income group. It's a buying group. It's a major purchasing segment. So you definitely do see a lot of buying behavior, and especially since people can collect information. It's not just a consumption type of social media where they can actually find things they like and pin it to boards to save to later. I know I've done that. I found great gift ideas that maybe I wasn't interested at the time and I'll go back to a board and remember and buy it then. And I know a lot of users do that same behavior. So it really does lend itself to basically creating little shopping lists for people and they will, if they don't purchase at the time, they can remember how to go back and find that versus never remembering it six months later when they're ready to buy. They right. actually it, have that. It's so much better so than like a lot of the time-oriented things that we have now, where it's like it goes yeah. in reverse chronological order of how we put things yeah. up, and instead of having that, it's more like more museum-like, if you will, here. You just keep adding to it as opposed to, you know, it, you know it, it getting flooded down the page because of a bunch of different things. So it's cool. Right. Yeah, it's definitely a curation process, but it's one that lends to buying behavior. All right, awesome. So that's good to know. Yeah, and so like you said, I do. I have a whole course that goes, I mean, you think I covered a lot today, but the truth is I have seven modules and we just skimmed the surface. I mean, there is, like you said, so many different examples and tangents to go off into to really provoke people and give them more of an idea about how they can be using Pinterest to drive traffic for SEO, for branding purposes, establishing credibility for product and service-based businesses. I there's so much to go over to really use it properly and effectively for your business. All right, awesome. So if you want to take the next step, and this is kind of the, yeah, this is our little shameless plug here, is that if you want to take yeah. the next step, uh, it's powerofpinning.com. I'm going to actually have an affiliate in the show link. So you can go there if you don't want to, if you do not want to support the Rise to the Top, just go straight up. But if you want to, if you want to support the affiliate link is in the show links uh, uh, on the Rise to the Top.com. But yeah, I mean, this is, this is just high quality stuff. I mean, we learned so much. I know I'm just sitting here like, oh my God, I got all these things I'm going to put into action. So take yeah. the stuff, put it into action, and there's a lot more to learn uh, from Melanie. So Melanie, this was freaking awesome. I think our experiment was a success. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too. It went great. Massive success. So thanks again for all the time today, the, uh, the teaching. I mean, this was so specific because I feel like 
everyone's going to be tearing up their little pieces of paper and stuff like that with their little notes on it to go tear it up. Um, I just want to thank you again for coming on and encourage everyone. Go to the link, Power of Pinning, Melanie Duncan. You'll find her everywhere. She owns the internet, I think. Uh, thanks for coming on, Mel. Thank you so much for having me, David. All right. I will see you next time. This was Melanie Duncan on the Rise to Top, our first interactive classroom-like experience. I don't know what we need. We need a name for it. I don't know. I will see you next time. David Seitman Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny. And one more quick reiner this is a awesome opportunity to nab go to webinar absolutely free on me on the house thanks to our friends at Citrix online I had to do some convincing on this one I got to tell you that much but here's what you got to do go to webinar.com and you're just going to click the try it free button and enter the promo code special to get 45 day no credit card required free trial of go to webinar the possibilities are endless enjoy it